Okay, so with this being the very first episode of Zay's Corner Podcast, we're going to be going over a couple of different topics, like, you know, gender roles and relationship expectations, a couple of guests with us. They're going to share, you know, man and woman perspective. So I'm actually start with Jada, you know, ladies first. As a woman, what do you think about the dating scene today? Um, well, that's a loaded question, but um, I think very superficial and what you mean by superficial let's dive a little bit into it and don't be afraid speak your mind go ahead yeah i'm sorry but um yeah um yeah i just think that we it's very like shallow we base a lot of our like expectations or whatever on like looks and things like that when really like it should be more about who the person is. Um, I think obviously social media plays a big part in today and like the dating scene today, which I mean, I feel like in some ways is a good thing, but in some ways it's a bad thing. Um, I think like, I don't know, it's a mess <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, it's a still mess. good ones out here, of course, but it's a mess. Okay. And CJ, how you feel about that? What, as a man, what do you think about the dating scene today, CJ? It's, it's all based off of relationships that aren't reality for real. Like people base their success on their relationships off of things that they see on social media, uh, celebrity, celebrity life and shit like that. Not realizing that is is it comes with a lot of hard work and determination to put into those um, shit. I didn't. I didn't fail the high expectations in relationships based off of fairy tales. Like people want what celebrities got, but don't want to put in the same work that either a celebrity did. You know, they want they want certain goals, but don't put in the work to achieve those. It's it's just all honestly all fake. Like now, when you now when you say goals or certain goals or whatever, what you like, what you referring to? Like. Goals probably ain't the term, like energy, you know, like how, for example, like with Moneybag, but, uh, but Ari, like that stuff, it's like, yeah, this is what I want. Stop wanting what other people want. Want, want exactly what, they like or what it is that you got. And then if you really want something, then, you know, y'all need to work together for. So, like, it's, it's being, having a relationship in the public eye more solid than rather than just having a relationship in about your relationship rather than you know what you want in your relationship so that's kind of where my stance on it is now okay i definitely hear you on that i do want to go ahead and mention we do got jay on the line what's up jay can you hear me yeah we can hear you what's going on man what's going on what's going on so the first question i ask is if you know what you being a man as a man how do you feel about the dating scene today and where we are um that's the interesting question. I mean, I see like the whole dating scene, honestly, personally, I look at it as it's gotten really toxic, kind of like what CJ was saying. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree on some of the things that I, he was speaking on. Um, I think it's a, it turns into a whole lot of entitlement. Like dating these days is not what it used to be. When we were growing up, I think like being a millennial, Growing up, it was like, oh, you know, if I like you, you like me, we date, you know, we go out together. Whereas today, I look at it more so 
more so it's like what can you do for the other person and how are you benefiting them and what are you add to their life in terms mm. of like enrichment like oh hey you know oh you got money or you have social media clout or you know um I look at it more so as like, what can you do for the person? Rarely do you see, I'm not saying it goes for everybody or every situation, but it's rare to see two people that's just like, you know, generally interested without the superficial aspects um, being the primary focus of a relationship. Okay. So I, I definitely hear you on that. And you actually just brought me actually into my next question. And so I'm going to actually start that question off with Jada as well. Jada, you still with me? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. So with you being a woman on the call, I'm going to just ask you a question straight up. So when it comes to like, you know, finding a potential partner, what are some of the qualities and characteristics that you look for in a man? Um, I would say, hmm, what are the qualities that I look for? Um, for um, the qualities that I look for um definitely like it just be straight up like as far as i'm talking about as far as the physical as far as what he has going on uh, what, he, what he does like everything what are some of the qualities that you look for that you prefer your partner to have it was it, i was talking actually but i guess it wasn't connected <laughs> but um but yeah so what i was saying is like for me um as far as physical i'm gonna be honest i that's not like my main thing. Like, obviously, you want to be attracted to whoever the person is, but like, I don't need like my dude to be six feet and have a six pack and like that's that's not really the the goal. Like, but um, for me, it's more about your ambition. Like, and that could be with whatever. If you work in your nine to five and you doing what you got to do for that then great if you got your own business and you taking it to the next level like great but you need to be doing something and having a vision a goal and going somewhere um outside of that like we need to be able to communicate like you need to be able to communicate your feelings like we we're not we're not children anymore so we can be adults and we can talk about you know whatever is going on um you uh what's the word i'm thinking of um obviously like the basics like you want somebody that's loyal trustworthy all that good stuff um for me like i need to we need to connect on an intellectual level like you i need to be able to talk to you and like and you could teach me some shit oh sorry you could teach me some stuff and i can teach you some stuff like i, I just feel like if you're not growing with the person you're not elevating y'all not y'all not adding something to each other's life outside of materialistic things then it ain't no like what are we doing okay i definitely hear you on that so the reason why i asked that question is because nowadays in society when we look at you know other people's relationships we all know like you know the easiest thing to do is like you know call it quits the easiest thing that like you know whatever but the reason why i asked that question is because you know how you mentioned in the beginning when you said like you know the physical doesn't matter to you. You don't prefer to, for a dude to be, you know, six six foot and, you know, built a certain type of way or anything like that. So going into, you know, looks, do you really feel like looks matter when you, when, you know, when you're dating somebody? 
yes and no. Like, let's just be real. You like we we want to be attracted to who we talking to. Like, in in most in a lot of cases, if it's in person, like something about how the person looks is going to be like that first thing that catches your eye. You know, like I don't I don't know just by looking at you that you smart or that you you know whatever. Like all I see is okay, he cute or he got he looked like this. So I mean, obviously it does play a part. But like, like you know how, <laughs> like you know, how, like so, like there's a thing about like being medium ugly type thing. Like, like for me, I don't need you to be, Whoa. you know, <laughs> like I don't need you to be you no know, Chris Brown, Trey Song looking like type person. That if you, if you got that, then great, that's an extra plus. But it's like that's not my make or break. Like if I don't, I don't think this guy I ever saw. I'm not gonna automatically be like, oh no, I can't talk to him. Okay, I feel you. Fellas, y'all got anything to say on that? Realistically, like, intellect is definitely very important because if I can't conversate with y'all, it's about anything, there's definitely going to be a turnoff because don't nobody want no dummy. But, like, when it comes to, like, physical attraction, that's also important because don't nobody want to wake up to somebody that they're not attracted to every day. And some people that can't do it, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I love a good personality, but at that point, we could just be friends at that point if it's just off of your personality. Like, I... mm. So do you feel like, so the, it's a it's a whole reason why I'm asking that question because I feel like, you know, who knows what they soulmate looks like, you feel me? So that's why I asked a question about, you know, are looks important? Because, you know, think about it like this. With us guys, you know, when we're looking at a female, what are we looking for? Are we looking for the ass? We're looking for the breast? We're looking for all of these things. And, you know, women, I can't really speak for women, but, you know, when women look for, you know, that physical part, like Jada just said, like you, you like, you know, specific things about a person, they look for specifics too. And like, you know, both of y'all just said, you know, you don't want to wake up to nothing ugly or this, this, and that. But what if that person is your soulmate? What if that person is the person you meant to be with? Who are we to sit here and say? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, well, then I I missed out on my soulmate and my person. Because it's just, you know, a physical attraction plays a good part. Being a person that want more kids, I I ain't trying to raise no ugly kids. Now, I I, I know for a fact that I ain't ugly, but, you know, it's a physical attraction. That's your, realistically, like off of sight. If you've never talked to or interacted with the person, you don't know if they're intelligent or not. So, like, the physical attraction is always there first. And then after that, that's when you, like, okay, you start falling in love with other traits. But other than that, yeah, no, that physical got to be straight first. And then we can find out if you're smart. <laughs> like, after that, we can find out if you're smart. Because either way, I can still cut it, cut the ties loss. Or, you know, if it's just, you know, a little, a little link up just because you're pretty then, you know, that's one thing. But, like, as far as building a life, you need somebody that has a mental fortitude as well. And somebody that you find that you, you got to be first originally attracted to. Yikes. So, Jay, what do you got to say about that, bro? I think that, honestly, as a man, you gotta you kind of got to be the jack of all trades. Like, I don't think in this day and age anymore, a man can afford to be average no more. Like, you can't be... I mean, I hear I hear what everybody is saying, but um, I think in the man, you got to look good. You got to be ambitious. You got to make money. You got to, like, you know, have a vision for the future. Like, I think that um, while 
if you don't have like a strong physical, strong appearance that a female can see, you know, you maybe not six feet tall or you're not really that tall or whatever, you know, you can um, shine in other areas, you know, with your personality, maybe, you know, your personal ventures of like maybe you're, if you have your own business or maybe you got some money or whatever, or social media presence. I think that um, we, this is a modern age now. It's the 22nd century, not the 21st century no more, as people like to miscommonly say. Um, It's all about like the digital age, you know, it's about having a digital footprint, you know, it's who you are, what you're doing and where you're going. So like I said, as a man, you kind of got to build yourself up. Like if you're not a natural, you know, looker, you know, you got to get your body right, get your money right, get your mind right. And also, you know, on the other aspect is like looking into a female, um, I think that honestly, most guys just really just want like, you know, we, we can we I know I, I hear a lot of guys saying they want a smart girl, you know, um, who intelligent, who they can connect with. But in actuality, really, most men just want women that's, you know, um, feminine and friendly, you know, what I'm saying that they can talk to, that they could have a conversation that they can unload some of their burden on to like, you know, hey, baby, this is what's going on with me at work or just how my day was or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not somebody to fully confide in, like, you know, like a therapist, but someone that you can talk to, someone you can have a conversation with and get feedback from, maybe even constructive criticism or critique on, you know, the things that you're saying or that you're doing. Okay. So, Jada, there was a specific line that I want to take out of that and, you know, ask you, do you believe that men can't afford to be average anymore from a woman's perspective? or? Um, like, like for the things that he was saying, like, oh, you, you need to have a vision, you gotta have a goal and this and that, like, like, to me, that's, like, that should be a given, like, on those type of things, like, you should, like, I just feel like as where we are and as adults, like, (laughs) you should be doing something with your life, that's, that's average, you should have some type of income, whether it's a job, a business, something that you're doing, like that's that that's average, you know? So I feel like when it comes to that, it depends on what you decipher as average. But for me personally, um, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think like you, like you have to come like just extraordinary from the jump, like, but, but in that same breath, I guess you would have to be aware that especially I guess like as females you know like we're especially with social media like we are going to constantly have people after us or trying to get our attention or in our face so I guess then if you're talking about in that aspect like where you're measuring yourself or comparing yourself to other suitors then I mean I guess but for me personally I don't I don't I think like average quote-unquote is okay like because you're still doing what you should be doing okay i guess that's a fair answer what you think about that jay i think that um kind of going back to what she said earlier about like differentiating yourself from like the guys that's going to be one of the many that's talking to her because let's be honest most females these days get hit up by like at least four to five dudes daily so I mean, off rip, if it's like an initial contact, you know, you kind of got to make yourself stand out. But then again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like, if 
five dudes trying to talk to a female and, you know, she's, you know, a top female or really attractive, she's going to have pretty much her pick of the litter. And the only way to really stand out, to like really get her attention, especially if you want to take her serious, like being in a relationship, you want something long term because she's going somewhere. It's because you have to be going somewhere. And I don't think that, I mean, me personally, I just disagree. I mean, I'm not saying what she's saying is wrong. I just disagree with, you know, average is okay because I think that women have like a misconception on men. Like they think that all men should be like ambitious and like goal oriented and having long term goals. And while that's that's nice, if you do have that, a lot of guys don't have that. So um, really to like stand out especially when it comes to like a role is to be in a leadership position as a guy. You can't really say you want to like talk to a girl relationship with her or if you're not in a leadership position to like take her nowhere. So I just think that in, or- in order to even get to that point, you got to set yourself up for success by being, you know, um, working on your areas of success. Like I said earlier, uh-huh. to working on yourself to becoming an all around well-rounded guy. Okay, Jada, you was about to say something? No, I guess not. So, I actually, <laughs> I actually kind of, like, I'm kind of, you know, 50-50 when it comes to that. I do believe, like, you know, that some, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say, I'm, I do believe that some men and some women hold each other to certain expectations. But when it comes to those expectations, once they're not met, I do feel like there can definitely be, like, you know, a downside to it. Yeah. I, I agree with exactly what you're saying. It, it is a 50-50 situation. As a, as, a, as a man, yeah, I'm supposed to have, you know, a job, some source of income, you know, so that way I can take care of my family and shit like that. But I do know that when it comes to, like, being average as far as physical, like, your physicality is like, shit, bro, you ain't, you ain't got a six-pack. You know, you ain't pushing, like, 250 at the gym when you bench press and things like that. If you got a couple of dollars, shit, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, cause I, I have them on my Facebook and I know that for a fact when they out there like maestros and they're taking a picture, it's a dude that don't look good, but he got ducats that, that took them to maestros. That's how they know that from personal standpoints, we're having a lot of homes. It'd be the not so good looking niggas with the bread and flying broads out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we went to Miami. It's an average looking ass nigga that don't even just a company that that's able to do that uh, as far as like a person that's looking like me my first insight is or as a person that i should say like i i believe that i'm a little above average but like i ain't got dollars to be flying nobody out so i gotta put in like a little more effort than to just show you know my bank account so I, if you got the dollars average don't have anything to do with it if you if you successful in life that money talks a lot a lot louder than what your physicalities do. So at this point in age in this mm. in this time, like people ain't even like dating off of age or off of looks anymore. It's like what is it that you can do for me? And then they just stick around for that and hoping for the will to actually be fulfilled in their name. So I know on that case, but I know I, I as a person, so I know exactly what she meant. Like when it came to average Jada actually looks within a person rather than she does on the outskirts. Right, of course, of course. Yeah. So, my question for the guys, 
when it comes to, you know, being average, looking average, and, you know, expectations and stuff like that, what are some of the expectations that, you know, that maybe you might have heard women, like, you know, want you to live up to or want you to, like, you know, provide that, you know, y'all feel like it may be a little too much or maybe, like, you know, whatever. Six foot. <laughs> like, so you think like, that? So you think the height? Like, I'm about five ten and a half. Realistically, nine times out of yeah. So like, as a like, personally, I'm five ten. So like, I'm on the taller side. But if you're taller than me nine times out of ten, you six foot. So it's like we put like expectations that logically just don't make sense, and it ain't shit that you can do about it. Like nigga, it's genetics. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then most times, like, these brothers ain't coming out of homes to where their daddies were six foot. So, like, I don't know where the fuck these expectations coming from, but you want an NBA star. <laughs> you, want a, you want an NBA athlete, but you got to realize that these athletes is one in a uh, million type of niggas. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? That sometimes, is true. Yeah, sometimes, like, with average, like, we talk about a physical stature, average is average, and that's just based off of genetics. Yeah, you absolutely and, right yeah, about so that. The, so, like, an, an expectation for me to be a certain height, that's just kind of what you got to – we got to both wait and see if a nigga get to that height. So, like, especially, like, with with the with the expectations that's put on men nowadays, I know that that's going to trickle down and be even worse. So, like, with kids like my son, which I'm sure my son could probably push over six foot because he got uncles that's over six foot. But – I don't. I don't want my son to be weighed down on expectations on how he's supposed to look, rather than somebody that's actually good for him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So like expectations, is like it's it's just kind of like nowadays it's out of pocket. It, it's unrealistic to be honest with you. Like to be six foot, cool. Yeah, you can get six foot. Now what else comes with being six foot? Like he'd be six foot and clumsy. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> And the only reason, and I feel like, you know, when it comes to the height thing as an expectation for most guys, like, you know, some women do prefer that. Like, you know, it's a preference of women. I'm not sure if Jada can agree with me on that. But, yes, I've, I've spoken to a lot of women. Which I heard a lot of that just as long as you taller than me. I, I actually started hearing a lot of that more. So. But that that's just a pref- uh, that's just something that I used to hear like a couple years ago is that a nigga need to be six foot this this and that and I'm like bro you asking for a creative player. Right. <laughs> so now. I'm oh, sorry. No, yeah, you good. You good. Go ahead. I just feel like, but I feel like that's from both sides. Like I feel like men and women both kind of want to build a nigga and build a girl. Like. Men, men, girls want they do to be six foot, want them to have, you know, the muscles, want them to, you know, have curly hair or some whatever. Dudes want they girl to have. I mean, yeah, you can say it. it ain't no filter. It's explicit yeah, content want, allowed. We want to build a nigga. We want to build a girl. Like, we both, like, girls be wanting niggas to be six feet and have the muscles and have the... Uh, curly hair or some whatever good hair whatever we consider good hair same with dudes they want the girl to have a big butt the big titties have good long natural hair like we like it it's a standard or like a thing from both sides especially like as black men and women like but and it's just I feel like we place too much importance on that like just like how we was talking about earlier like if looks, if looks play a part they do like yes they're important because at the end of the day you do have to be attracted to the person that you're with because if you're not then 
that's gonna cause other issues. But at the but that's still like that shouldn't be where your pants is at because just like I don't know who was saying it, but just like you said a few minutes ago, it's like okay, that nigga six foot, but what else? Like okay, if I just got if my nigga is just cute, then like what what am I? Okay, you cute. What am I gonna do with that? That's not enough. So I'm actually glad that you brought that up. You right. So a lot of men and women, we do like, you know, we look for specific, like, you know, traits and characteristics and different, like, you know, physical attributes in our partners. I completely understand that. So with you being a woman, you jumping back on, um, jumping back on, giving your opinion on that. I'm going to ask you a question. When it comes Mm -hmm. to the physical, when you're looking for a guy, I get it. You say, you know, looks matter to a certain extent, but let's sit here and say this, because now we're going to, you know, kind of shift gears for a second now we're going to get into like you know the sex part of a relationship so when it comes to like you know the sexual part of a relationship when you know like you just said some men prefer big butts some men prefer big boobs you know some women prefer dudes with like you know they're packing etc etc so let me ask you do you feel like Honestly, if the, if that man that you are, you know, with or talking to, if they're not built how you want them to be built or if they're not packing what you want them to pack, do you feel like that can make or break the relationship as a woman? Um, well, if we're talking about just sex, then yes, because on one hand, like, just like, okay, like, you might hear, well, you, a girl has might have said, or we'll at least we'll say to our girlfriends, like, we might say, oh, this dude, he's not the cutest, but he has good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, like, that's, so, but as, as far as relationships, like, I do feel like you have to be sexually compatible if y'all are choosing to have sex, because, to me, especially in a relationship, like sex is important. Sex is a big thing. And not not even just because of the like obvious, like, oh, y'all are busting a nut, like whatever. But like for me, it is more about the connection of it and like all that good stuff. So if we're not connecting during that, then, and then yeah, that's like a big no for me because that's like, yeah, it's just really important. <laughs> So so you feel like, you know, you can still connect with someone sexually even though they don't meet your physical preference? Yes. Okay, that's fair. I think, like, what it sounds like she's saying, basically, if, like, a nigga is putting it down, like, you know, you got good D, like, she getting, she getting like, you know, um, sexual satisfaction. Because, like, um, I think that kind of what you were saying earlier is that if you you know, not six feet, you know, leading with the ducats, as CJ said, then, you know, some men are out here, you know, average looking, average earning, you know, but above average, you know, when the sexual capacity and they make up for it. And some women in certain positions where they got their own bag, they got their own place, they got something going on for themselves. They don't really need that from a guy. All they need is that, all they need is that sexual satisfaction. And you got those guys that you hear, you know, women, you know, um, he, I'm letting him use my car, or I'm buying him all his Jordans, or I bought him a new 2K. You know what I'm saying? And it, and you laughing, but like I really do. I think that honestly, I think that sex is the most important thing, like in a relationship to women these days. I don't think that like you even got to be physically good looking or even like a high earner. Like I think that like sexually, because that that nut that they feel, that orgasm, that dopamine, 
it just hit different. Like it relieves, yeah. it re- reduces stress, you know, provides um, dopamine, um, oxytocin. So it's just different chemicals that hit for women. And then it makes her feel like wanted and like good about herself. So yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut you out, Mo. No, I was but, not. Uh, no, no, my bad. Um, no, I was laughing because you was hitting. You was hitting some severe. So, so do y'all honestly feel like, let's say that uh, that average dude that we're speaking about, this average Joe, let's say you know he ain't exactly with what you and CJ said, Jay and CJ. Let's say this dude, like you know, he ain't got all the bread, he ain't got all the this, he ain't got all that, he's not flashy, he's just you know, an average Joe. But because he's putting it down right, that can excuse, you know, whatever he doesn't have. Nope, but I see it all the time. It's called an ancient ass nigga. <laughs> like that that's what that is. But my bad, Jay. I ain't mean to, I I ain't mean to insinuate that thinking that I was laughing at what you were saying, that you was hitting you was hitting such a good point. Cause I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an Israelite. So like I read the scripts and the scripts tell you that a woman can fall in love with any man. Now, on as a man standpoint, that's not the same for us, cause we can see it. Like Beyonce and Jay Z is the prime example. We know for a fact that if Jay Z ain't had the bread and the mindset that he had, Beyonce probably ain't rocking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Beyonce probably ain't rocking. Now Beyonce, she worth the cool what a half a billy by herself as well. But like shit, she ain't get to that half a billy without the nigga that's worth a billy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's what Jay Z was able to provide and shit. I don't know what the fuck going on in the bedroom, but yeah, nah, that's also a good point. That yeah, that does def- that can trump a lot of things. If y'all ask to put it down, it's called an ancient ass nigga. <laughs> okay. Like you know, the nigga that ain't got nothing going for himself. The bum that you know that you know you let parlay up at your house. You know we see it all the time on social media. They be mad because they let that bum ass nigga this this and that, but you miss him though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like looks looks it, it like in a lot of real aspects of what women expect or what they want is not always what they you know, women women are settled, you know, for, for their happiness. Mm. They they are literally settled for their happiness, which is good, which is which is a good thing. We can actually kind of take a note from that because we won't settle for a lot of things. Now we have our L's, I know we all got them, but we we won't necessarily settle. Like for what what's on the mainstream forefront, a woman would do that shit. A woman would literally show her dude and say that, yeah, I know he ugly, but she rocked with that nigga for twenty years. You know what I'm saying? We I I just seen it in like all all throughout my family and things like that. They a woman love him a man because of just how the man is, and women can sometimes in a lot of occasions put away the looks and put aside the looks. And I, and I see it as well. I do want to go ahead and actually ask Jada, how do you feel about that? Um, about which part specifically? About, you know, how CJ just mentioned, like, you know, no matter what the dude got going on, let's say he ain't got nothing going on or whatever, but because, you know, he putting it down right, it excuses, you know, what he doesn't have or what he isn't doing. Do you agree with that? Um, yes and no, because I, like, it's not, I've seen it too with plenty of my friends and, but me personally, no. <laughs> be a bum just because you can give me good D. I'm gonna excuse that. Oh, did I cut out again? No, you didn't. We hear you. Uh, no, you good. We good. Yeah, yeah, like, like, but 
what he said is valid because like I'm saying, I've I've seen it myself too. So I can't say no, that ain't true. But for me personally, no, it's not because like um so, so even saying all of that, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give all of y'all a scenario right now. Yeah, you did. Even with the guys, let's say, you know, since she's on the line, I'm gonna just give a woman. Let's say, you know, we see it. We see this a lot. So I'm gonna just dive into it. You know, those expectations. You meet a woman, and she's telling you, you need to have your own place. You need to have your own car. You need to have your own this. You need to have your own that. But let's say this woman doesn't necessarily have any of the things that she's expecting. Why must we as men, or how do y'all feel about that? Why must we as men have to accommodate all of those just to get that woman's attention? I would say, um, um, I was just going to say that that comes from like someone who likely um, grew up without or someone that grew up with. So that kind of go 50-50. I would say there are some women who come from families who are they parents or maybe they dad or maybe like their family just have money or they have resources or they have all these materialistic things so then they just like oh it's a natural expectation of a man because like hey I've always had this this that and the third in my life so I can't I don't see myself not with these things and then there are some people who never had those things they're like they've only seen it on like TV or reality or they like look I'm not I'm not dealing with no poor man because I watched my mom struggle with a poor man and I don't want that life I think that that comes from, you know, either the lack of or an abundance of. Okay. So pretty much if I understand you correctly, you feel like, you know, if that woman came up with, like, you know, let's just call it what it is. If that woman came up with money, she's going to, you know, want to be used to that as far as, you know, having a man who has money. Right. Right. So even if that woman came up with money, that doesn't. I don't feel like that necessarily means that she is used to it, just because that's where she's around. So, do y'all feel that it's fair for that woman who came up with money to judge a man who didn't come from? No, I mean, not not necessarily, but also like a woman go love what she love. You know, she gonna she gonna like what she like. If she got it and she know that she got it, she continue to live that lifestyle. Whoever she chooses of her choosing, and that's purely based off of that. But that's just. It, that's just being more centristic on whether or not she just want to be in that lifestyle. You know, bring, bringing a broke nigga up, you know, and putting him in a position to where he can actually succeed and actually get a bag. That's that that's a given. That depends on the person. But I don't even think a woman is going to actually waste her time with that type of person if he, you know, if he fumbling shit. You know, he just blowing money, but he ain't bringing nothing back to the table. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know too many women that have settled for that, that have had that lifestyle. I know some. I know some grandmas that don't that don't operate with that type of situation, <laughs> and because they're used to certain things. And if it's just sex, you know, they can just just like we said earlier, it's niggas sliding in or any any female DMs like every five minutes. All they gotta do right. is post a picture every five minutes. It don't matter what they look like. <laughs> it's, yeah, they, somebody gonna slide because they want something. But yeah, if that's all they bring it to the table, yeah, no. Nah, especially if she used to a certain lifestyle, ain't no, yeah, no. Nah, she ain't gonna settle for that. She just gonna get that satisfaction real quick. But you know, you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? We can 
you can <laughs> go ahead and sleep in your uh your little uh your little target brand and not this one thousand three account that I got here. Okay. <laughs> and and you, you actually hit the nail on the head with that. I do agree. But I'm gonna ask both of y'all something. Can both of y'all honestly feel like and we can start with Jay? Can both of y'all honestly say that if y'all met a woman like you know who didn't have anything, and regardless of what y'all got going on in y'all life right now, do y'all feel like y'all would take that woman and put her in a better position based off of like you know who she is, just because she doesn't have anything, regardless of the fact that she don't have anything, rather? I would say most definitely. I think that's man's nature as a whole. Because think about it, when when you and your bro is down bad, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he lost his job. Maybe um, he just got out of a relationship. Maybe he lost somebody, maybe a family member or something. As a man, we always trying to pull each other up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, let's, let's, let's work out. Let's get, let's get your body right because you just got a relationship. Now you're single. Now we're going to get you a six-pack back. We're going to hit the beach, get the bitches, blah, blah, blah. Or if he lost a job, we'll be like, hey, my job is hiring. You know what I'm saying? I'm in, I'm, I'm in a good position on my job. I can slide you as a reference or slide you could hit me up as a reference and I can get you in type shit. I think it's in our nature as men to uplift each other. And also the women that we deal with too. So we dealing with a woman and let's say she comes from nothing or she don't got nothing. If she got a good personality and we really fuck with her and we really want her, we'll do everything in our power to help her succeed and push her, you know, to do better in life. I mean, most men do that anyway. Like in most relationships, most men, Usually, even if they girl make more money or about the same amount of money as them, they're the ones we we pay for the dates, we pay for like the outings. Not not saying the women don't do whatever, but majority of the time is usually the man. So, I just think that majority of the time it's just in our nature to uplift each other and the people that we care about. And when we put our hearts out there on our line or dealing with a woman we generally care about, we'll do everything in our power to uplift her and uphold her. Okay, you agree with that, CJ, or you got something to say about that? No, I agree with that one hundred percent. Like, cause I've I've done it, 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 it I've I've been through this situation. So okay. yeah, it ain't it ain't nothing. If I eat, we all eat. That, that's pretty much what it is. Like we we a, a cake supposed to be cut. No, not not to one individual. That's just supposed to be cut and it's supposed to be shared amongst people. Cause I, I've definitely done all of those situations. I didn't help my bros. I didn't help shorties that I didn't fuck with. Or just homegirls in general, you know, we it's it's in our nature to definitely. So the reason why I ask that question is because nowadays, and I'm sure we have seen this in society, you know, you would have those women that we know expect all of those things from a guy for him to have this, have that, do this, do that, as we were saying before. But for you know, for certain women to you know expect these things out of these guys, the reason why I ask the question on you know if you would build a woman up from nothing. There has been a lot of times to where, you know, some women would say they can't support a broke dude or they're not going to take care of a grown man. And with Jada back on the line, I do want to ask you that question. So I'm going to ask you the same question that I just asked them, but obviously in reverse. So with you being a woman, Mm -hmm. do you feel like if a man has nothing, you can bring him up to speed or even like, you know, put him in a better situation? Yes, um, but which I feel like, well, at least from my personal experience, like every woman that I know and me myself has been in that situation where we've dealt with a dude who maybe didn't have it all or was down bad or whatever the case was, but we, but because we saw the potential 
or something in them. <clears throat> it made us, you know, want to be there and still stay and like try to build them up and help them and stuff. But in that same breath, like at the end of the day, only that person can do it for themselves. Like they got to want it for themselves. So like men and women, we could say her all day and be trying to uplift the next person telling them all the good things about themselves, giving them tips and things to do to better themselves. But if they don't want it for themselves, then they're not going to do it. So um, <clears throat> I feel like where I'm at now in my life, no, I can't do that. But I have been mm-hmm. in a situation before. So why don't you think you can do that? You said it's just, you know, just based on where you are right now in life, right? As in, like, you know, you just don't want to or you don't feel like you have to or you should have to. Pretty much what I'm asking is, like, do you feel like, you know, at this point in your life with that comment, do you feel like in this point in your life, like, you know, a person should just come as they are and they should, like, you know, already have what they have going on? Because, I mean, we're just going to be honest. We are all adults. But not every adult has the, you know, shit together. Right. Um, I feel like, yeah, in a way you should. Like, I don't, like, again, you don't don't have to have it all. But in the same breath, I just feel like if you don't have something, then, like, a relationship shouldn't even be your focus right now. And that's not even, like, just the money thing per se. Because, like, that's another thing I feel like, even, like, women, like, will some women, they'll put up with especially celebrities like there are a bunch of celebrities that come out that every other week they do cheating or got have a baby on them yada 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 but they still stay and a big part of that is because oh that guy has money they take care of them and it's like <clears throat> and it's like but that should not be the reason for why you stay you know what I mean so but to go back to the initial question because I was about to go on a tangent <laughs> but um I just feel like yeah like if you don't have something together and you're not actively working to get it together then the relationship shouldn't even be on your mind because like like even if you do got the job in the house okay great but like are you actually ready for a relationship are you are you still dealing with your past trauma from your past relationship from your yet the ex that just broke your heart or the ex that cheated on you or your childhood trauma from your mama and your daddy or the lack thereof like it's so many other different components and factors that go into it as opposed to like oh just having the the money in the car in the house okay so even so pretty much what you're saying is like you know even what I'm understanding is everyone does come with baggage. So even with that baggage mm-hmm. that, you know, a person is coming with, I feel like, you know, us as people, men and women, it don't matter how much baggage you come with. It does matter on, you know, who's willing to unhelp you, pretty much help you unpack your bags. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that is the biggest part because every, everyone got something going on. You never right. know. Uh, you know, some people, like you said, they didn't, you know, still not over their ex. They might, you know, be going through this or going through that or might be dealing with some type of trauma from their past. But at the end of the day, is love not enough? And that's a question for each one of y'all. Is love not enough? Um, am I answering first? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'll say love is an action. So, like, yeah, within the, within your actions to determine that you're willing to better yourself, which put all of us in a better position. Yeah. 
love, love, love would definitely be enough because you're gonna you're gonna work for things that you want, which that means that you that's something that you love to do. Like come to work, if you love your job, you gonna do your goddamn best at it. If you love what, mm-hmm. Jada, do you feel like love is enough? Uh, I personally say no, actually. Um, yeah, I and which is crazy because I did used to think yes. Um, growing up, I always felt like, like you know, as long as you love each other, as long as you love each other, then that's what matters. Like that's love, you know, overcomes everything. And like to an extent, that is true. But in the same breath, like you can love somebody as much as you want to love them. But it still doesn't mean that that's the person that you're supposed to be with. It doesn't mean that y'all are going to be forever. It doesn't mean that that's your soulmate just because you love somebody. And especially because, like, love itself is, like, it changes. And we go through so many different stages of it. There are so many different types of love. And there are, you know, there are multiple people that you're going to come across in your life that you're going to love. So, like, for me, just, just us saying I love you and you love me and, like, we mean it, okay, that's great. But no, at the in the long run, I don't feel like that's enough because outside of the love, like, what else? Like, cut. Like even even how I'm trying to think of uh, the word I'm thinking of. Um, I can't think of the word, but either way, like, I just feel like love is could love can be the important thing, like the top factor, but it's not the only one because. You can love somebody, but are you providing stability for that person? And again, not just financially, but mentally. Like I can love you, but I may not be in a position. I might not be in a position to take on your baggage right now, even though I love you. But maybe your baggage is too much for me right now because maybe my baggage is already enough for whatever I got <laughs> going on, you know? So I can't take on the burden of yours too right now. But I still love you, like you know. So like you can love somebody, but no, sometimes it's not enough because you gotta, ha- you still gotta have that stability. You still gotta have that support. You still gotta have the other connections that 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 go beyond just loving the person. Okay. And Jay, I want to ask since we started with CJ and just finished with Jada, do you got anything to say about that? Do you think love is enough? No, I don't think love's enough. I think. Um... Honestly, back to what I was saying earlier, like I think love is um situational. It's it's loose. Mm. It's um fluid. It goes back to what do you do? I love that, you know, I love that you have money. I love that you look good. I love that you know you give me good sex. I love this physical trait about you. I think that also what CJ was saying earlier that you know, a woman can like love anybody. So I'm not saying that men can either, but I think that more than likely when I think about love or to answer your question about love, I think that love can like never be enough for a woman because think about it as a man, if you, you know, like with average Joe, we were talking about earlier, you know, you average earning, your average height, you're at your average sex with all that stuff, but you generally love your woman. She, even though you generally love her, like that's not enough for her because she's she had better or she dated somebody that had more money or she grew up with money or whatever so i just look at it as it's more like fluid it's more like um definitely situational and it's it's definitely about like what's going on and what's being done for the person to make them love you because i could love you today and then tomorrow you know or tonight you don't give me no pussy and then now, now i hate you like 
so you feel like love is a choice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's definitely a it's like a switch. Yeah. You know, it get turned it get turned on and off depending on what you're doing. Mm. You agree with that, Jada, or no? Um, no, because oh, well, I do agree with like some of his first statements, but I don't agree with that switch it being turned off because I believe that once you love somebody, then you love them, and if you like, especially like just to use your example, like if I could say, oh, damn, I love him, but damn, because he didn't give me no dick t- tonight, I don't love him tomorrow, like, then that wasn't really love to begin with, like, <laughs> I just feel like, lo- yes, love is a choice, but it's, in itself, it is a real thing, so once you choose and you're, once you make that choice to love the person, it shouldn't be so, it shouldn't be loose and so flip-floppy that, oh, because they did this one thing, now you don't love them anymore, because at the end of the day, like we're, you're gonna you can still love somebody and you can still hurt them or be hurt by that person so but it's it's about the strength and the type of your love and the type of connection y'all have as a that like determines what the outcome of that hurt is you know what I mean so for me I believe that once I love you I'm always gonna love you like I'm always gonna have some type of love for you yes it might change yes if you do something like fucked up or whatever the case is then no I'm not gonna love you that same way it's not gonna be the same intensity or the same type but there still will always be that underlying thing like even if you even if you there's a person in your life that you say oh I hate that person now in most cases at one point in time that that person that you hate was somebody that you cared about somebody that you had love for you know what I mean so it's like it takes on different forms, but I I feel like if you can say, especially off of something trivial, if you can sit here and change your mind and say, oh, I don't love you today, but I loved you yesterday, then it wasn't even love to begin with. Like, that was just something that was different in itself. Okay. So I I hear you on that. I do. But I'm kind of conflicted with the last part of what you said, because if love can take on different forms, do you feel like love cannot be hate? Do I feel like love cannot be hate? Because love can take on different forms. Mm-hmm. You can love somebody but not want to be around them. You can love someone right. but not want to talk to them. So do you feel like, you know, mm-hmm. that that's, you know, a, a fair assumption? Um, mm, elaborate on your statement a little bit more. So elaborating on my statement, like I said, me, I'm, I'm, I'll just give a little bit of my personal. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with, like, you know, people to an extent to where, like, you know, I would love them, I would care about them and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes in life, things don't work. Sometimes in life, you know, you grow apart from people. Sometimes right. in life, you, you know, you start to hate people because of things that they've done or, you know, things that they said or whatever. I'll just, you know, say, for example, let's take your average relationship mm-hmm. and let's say, you know, one person cheats. Now... Mm-hmm even though you love this person oh so much because this person has cheated on you or they have wronged you or disrespected the relationship in any type of way, you will start to feel some type of, you know, malice or some some type of hostility or hate towards them. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like you said, that was one someone that you cared about, Mm -hmm. one someone you loved. So that's why I kind of asked that question of, can love still take on those type of forms when you, you know, mentioned that? Do you still consider that love even though you can't stand this nigga or even though you can't stand this woman? Um, I think I think what I would say to that is 
like to you even use your example like okay like I love my dude and now he cheated on me so now I feel you know whatever I feel but that still doesn't negate the fact that I loved him or that I even love him right now you know what I mean like that doesn't take that away so that's really more so what I mean by the statement like I'm not I can't sit here and say oh because he cheated on me I just don't love him at all now because like for me I feel like that's not a realistic thing like yes he hurt me yes I'm you know upset yes I feel whatever I feel in that moment but that doesn't that doesn't take away oh the past year or however long we spent together you know what I mean so like that's what I mean more so by like even even if your feelings change per se for that person you still can't it doesn't negate what you had before that so if you try to like erase that part of it or try to make that stance of like as if that part of it never existed then that's like that's untrue to me that's unrealistic and then that and if you can do that then that means those initial feelings weren't really there to begin with that you're or wasn't as deep as you thought them to be okay i feel you i definitely do so so one example when it comes to you know the let's say how would i say it so when it comes to the whole conversation about men are supposed to do this or women are supposed to do that women are supposed to do the cooking men are supposed to take out the trash do y'all feel like you know that would be a fair assumption or do y'all feel like you know because of it being a relationship it shouldn't matter who does what yeah no that's just what you're supposed to do like you supposed to, because if it was just you, is you just going to let the trash pile up? You just going to be hungry? You going to let your house get dirty? It, those are just things that you supposed to naturally do. I don't think a gender role is supposed to be assigned to those things. Now, I will say that um, as far as where I learned how to cook, it definitely came from a woman. When I learned how right. to clean, it definitely came from a woman. Right. But mama told me to take out the trash. That ain't a hard task to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I what, what I would say that on roles like women do excel more than men, and men do excel more than women in other tasks. It's mm-hmm. it just you know, but I don't think a role should be assigned to it. I think it's universally you should learn the task in general. Because what if you don't got a woman or a man near you? You should just learn how to do it just because it's something that needs to be done. But mm-hmm. I do know a lot of my a lot of my house traits like in home like decoration alignment the type of furniture like things like that yeah no i definitely learned that from my mom from my grammy uh, i learned how to cook from my mom and my grammy my pops taught me how to change some oil and change the tire but okay. i know my mom could change the tire <laughs> just that you know what i'm saying like you know it's things that you should learn but it's just that you we we as we as genders two different genders we some we excel better at others I learned a lot more from my mom than I did my dad, but like a lot of other things that I learned from my pops, I know my mom really don't want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's a fair, that's definitely a fair assumption. So, um, Jay, I'm gonna actually bring you in on this. How do you feel about that? I think kind of like what CJ was saying, you know, the thing are natural things that you should like do. You know, you should clean up after yourself. You know, if you cook yourself food, take care of yourself, clean, wipe your ass, stuff like that. But at the same time, I think when it comes to a relationship, um, mm-hmm. there should be that there should be roles and they should be set. And Ooh. and the reason being is because if I'm out and about and I decide to like, let's say I take my girl out to eat or we just go out to eat or whatever, you know, it should should the role not be expected 
that I'm going to pay. I'm not saying that she can't pay, but she doesn't have no money. But those type of roles, should... and then also, you know, what if in that same situation, we're out to eat, some guy smacks my girl ass, and, oh, you got a fat ass, he smacks her ass. Oh, she the whole place getting aired out. But, you know, that's a whole different situation. You know what I'm saying? So that's why <laughs> yeah. I'm saying what I'm saying. Like, I just think that, like, you know, outside of outside of a relationship, all those things that you listed earlier, like, yeah, you that most definitely should be able to do yourself. But when you get into a relationship, you kind of guys agree into like a partnership of taking care of each other. So you guys should assign roles of who's taking care of what because every one person can't take care of everything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that. So, so pretty much you just agree on like the whole teamwork aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. I, I just think, yep. I just think that that's, I think it makes relationships more defined and it gives responsibilities to both parties because. This this what ends up happening. People want all the authority, but they don't want the responsibility of the failure. So mm. if I'm mm. dating a woman and if I have no if I have no responsibility in the leadership, <laughs> thanks. If I'm if I'm if I want to date a woman, I have no responsibility in the leadership role. So when the relationship don't work out, I'm gonna be blaming her. Like, oh, it didn't work out because she did this, because she did that. Well, as a leader, I'm supposed to be looking at it from like, what was I doing? What was I lacking on? So. I think that's why roles should be assigned. So it was like, oh, we didn't work out because it was a financial thing. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't coughing up the bread I needed to cough up to take care of her. Well, that's on me because my role was, you know, to be a leader, to set the tone, you know, to lead the way of where we were, direction the relationship was heading in. I like that you just brought that up. So Jada, I'm gonna ask you really quick: Do you agree with what he just said, or are you more so like you know, in between? Um. I agree with both of them just because I feel like just relationships in general aren't a one size fits all. So it's like, but there should, I, but there should be that understanding and that conversation at the beginning. So like for, cause there are some relationships where the dude is the sole provider. He pays all the bills and the woman cooks and cleans. And if they have kids, she takes care of the kids and that works for them. And they're still happy and successful. And then there mm-hmm. are other couples that go 50, 50, they have all the bills, they have all the responsibilities and that works too. And that's fine and dandy. So I feel like, both no like I feel like neither answer is wrong because it's just whatever works best for you and your partner in that relationship but it but whatever way you go that should be made clear from the beginning so that way y'all both know what is expected of each other like like um Jay was just saying and there isn't no confusion about it and then that way like if somebody doesn't do something but they like you don't come at them like oh but you were supposed to do this and it was like well you know that was never really specified that that was my job per se you know what I mean right so so with you saying that you actually just made me think about something I see it a lot especially in today's society a lot of women say like you know the man is supposed to pay the like you like mm-hmm. you mentioned before a man is supposed to pay the bill then mm-hmm. you know the woman is supposed to you know make sure the house is in order mm-hmm. so. And even like, you know, let's say that man isn't doing that and that isn't meeting your expectation, you know, that man, he'll get shit for it. Or let's say, you know, a man that pays the bills, that's all he does. He just works and pays the bills. He doesn't, you know, assist you with any of the household, you know, chores mm-hmm. or anything like that. But he expects you to like, you know, still cook for him, still clean, still fuck him and like, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. That's when like, you know, I would see a lot of women would have a problem with that. 
But like you mentioned before, if that is agreed upon in the beginning, or even if that is a standard that you as a woman set, do you feel like there should be any type of like, you know, friction when it comes to that type of conversation? Because if I'm paying all the bills that like you required me to do, why should there be any friction on what I ask for if I'm doing exactly what you asked of me? Right. Um, I feel like that's, again, that's where that communication and also that compromise comes in because because to answer the initial question no I don't think there should be friction if that's like what we agreed to if, if we have that conversation and I said oh I, I need you to pay all the bills and that's what you do and I say okay I'm gonna cook and clean like I can't get mad that you didn't help me cook and clean because like that's you know that's like it's nice if you would do it but I, I wouldn't get mad if that's what we set forth but I I just, but I do think that there should be, and this is for both men and women, like, there still should be, like, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, there still should be an option to change that if y'all feel like that's what y'all need to do. Because maybe, like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I take a pay, or a dude takes a pay cut at his job. So maybe he's not making as much as he was, or gets a different job and he's not making as much as he was. So maybe he's not able to take care of all the bills now. You know, he's not making as much money. So I can't still uphold him to that same expectation if that's not what he is able to bring to the table at a point. So then that is the time where I would need to step in and now help him take care of that front too. So would you put even you doing that, would you feel like, you know, you would have to adjust what you're doing as well to meet that? Because, like you said, you can't hold him to a specific expectation if he's unable to meet it anymore. So would you adjust what you're doing just because he's not fulfilling what, you know, was originally agreed upon? Well, I feel like you would have to in order for it to still because that's where the partnership comes in. Like, there are days, like, and this is another thing, too, but, like, I hate when people, I hate when people say relationships should be 50-50 because I don't believe in that. I think, first of all, y'all should both be 100-100. Like, I don't need half of you, you don't need half of me, and we both should be bringing to the table whatever it is that we bring to the table and then amplifying that together. But at the end of the day, there are going to be times or situations where, I can't bring my full 100 today. Like, I am just only going to be 50 today, or I am only going to give you 60. And, yeah, I do need you to pick up my slack. And I, as, as as vice versa, when you're down or when you're having a situation or a bad time, like, I'm, I need to be that that person for you, too, to pick up your slack or to help you where you need help. Like, is that's where the partnership comes in. All right. And you agree with that, Jay? Or do you got something to say on that? I mean, I agree. I think that... um. A relationship is fluid. Um, I think that when you um, set expectations or roles, you know, that's not like forever. Like, it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm dating you. You're, you're my girlfriend. I'm paying all the bills for the rest of our time together. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Like, I, I could have money today. And then, like she said, the next day, I cannot be making as much money or I can go bankrupt. I can go broke for a while or whatever. So I think that that's fluid. And those conversations kind of got to be had within a relationship about like what the expectation what the role is going to be and then as things happen throughout time we kind of like work on you know delegating um responsibility and authority to each other on certain things that arise within a relationship 
But mm-hmm. with that being so, pretty much overall, what, what what I'm getting is that just in general across the board, it should like Jada said earlier, it should just be a 100%, 100%. Both people need to put forth equal effort in order for it to work. But even still, if one person you know can't you know put they 100% first, the other person should be able to pick up that slack, right? But I do want to ask that question: If that person can't pick up that slack, would it be a problem? If this is the person that you love. Um, it depends on the situation because so so I'll give on... I'll give you a situation. How about this? If you if you, let's say you know you're talking to a man, y'all are y'all live together, y'all have cars, you know, just mm-hmm. the works. And let's say you know he lost his job today. Obviously, mm-hmm. yes, you have to pick up his slack or whatever. And let's say you know he goes jobless for the next three months. Will that be a problem with you, with this being the person that you love and complete, and and you understand that it's not his fault. He's just, you know, he's just having a hard time finding a job. Are you willing, and would you be willing to take on that burden of, you know, carrying that slack for, you know, that three month time frame? Yes, or as long as I see that he still is making that effort. Like, if it's, if it's not his fault that he lost his job, it's not his fault. And if he's having a hard time, then okay. But, like, if he, if I'm coming home from work every day and he still is laid up on, on his ass on the couch and he ain't even go nowhere or even attempt to find a job, then, then no, that's a different thing. But, like I was saying, I think, like, way in the beginning, like, for me, it's about the effort. Like, if I see that you're making that effort to change your situation or better your situation then okay like we're good and I'm gonna be there for you and I'm gonna help you but once I see that like oh now you now 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 you are just relying on me like now you're becoming too dependent upon me where it's like okay I know she got it now so I'm gonna just fall back and let her do it then because I don't need to do nothing she got it like now yeah we do have a problem because it shouldn't get to that point you should still be actively trying to get yourself up out of the situation but while you don't got it yeah I'm gonna hold you down Okay, no matter how long it takes, correct? Well, dang. <laughs> nah, it better be. Nah, it, it, no, it got to be a time limit no because it's, it got to be. Man, a time and, and, that's, and that's my question. <laughs> and that's my question. Why, why must there be a time limit if this is the person that you choose to spend your life with? Yeah, they might not be down forever, but why? Yeah. You know, why do they have a time limit on them for them to get their shit together and get fed up? I mean, because uh, if it's been about like a year, right? <laughs> you ain't got no job yet. <laughs> like even even that movie Acrimony, like I ain't seen that shit. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, in long story short, in the movie, like, and I know it's like it's a debate too, like who was wrong. But even in that, like the long story short, she held him down for like seventeen years. She was the one paying for everything and, and even helping him to fund his dream. She was fully supporting him uh, about his dream. Now, in the end, she did turn out to be a little wrong, but in the initial part of the movie, she's the one holding him down for seventeen years. Seventeen years is a long time to hold down somebody who's not holding their weight in a relationship, in a marriage. You, so you're right. And so yeah, wait, is that, is, that the, is that the joint with, with where my nigga laid up in the bed talking about some ashtray bitch? No, <laughs> no, nah, completely no, no. different. But, no. but we okay, actually gonna go see. ahead and break that down. That is actually a perfect scenario. So yeah, she held her man down in that movie for 17 years, and she spent a total of what maybe 1.2 million dollars all together in this man. Mm-hmm. So that 17 years, 1.2 million dollars. When this man was up 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I completely understand. When he was up, what did he give her? He gave her 10.2, $10.2 million. And she wanted mm-hmm. to come, and we understand. She gave up on him, she left him, and all of that mm-hmm. while he was down. So that he is up, he gave her $10.2 million, CJ. And, you know, squared mm-hmm. it away. But that same dream that, you know, he created with her, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, I'm going to get a boat with this name on it. He is living that lifestyle with another woman. So there was a huge debate on who was wrong. Mm-hmm. Was it, you know, him being wrong on moving on? Or was it her being wrong on, like, you know, pursuing him and all of that after he didn't pay her back? Well, but also, But also in that movie, it was one detail that me and Jada both left out. She also refinanced or whatever her mom's house. What lost else? her mom's yeah. house and all of that. <laughs> you left out another detail too. He, moved, <laughs> well, hold he on. moved on with the same girl that he cheated on her with in the beginning of the relationship. So he cheated on her and he and he still she all still right, took well, him it, back. Well he held it down for <laughs> well, she held him down for seventeen years. Yeah. Correct. That's her fault for staying. And, and <laughs> exactly. this is, and this is sixteen years later, I guess. Uh so that's my but so, so that nigga got on. So he got on, and she gave up on him. Mm-hmm. She, she gave, gave up on him. She gave he up. Got on. Yeah, she gave up yeah. on him. Yes, he cheated on her and, and all then, of that. But yes, then, you're absolutely right. She ended up giving up on him, mm-hmm. and the girl that he cheated on her with later on in life was the woman who put him on. And then he still gave her back, and he gave her back. Tip. I don't. I don't see what the problem is. I, there's nothing to argue about. <laughs> he paid her back. Ain't shit to feel salty about. She got paid back in full. Like the man, he he achieved his dream. Shit, she held him down for seventeen years. She gave up on him. They split. He paid her back. Shit, I I don't I don't know. Just you know. Right. So, so the so, only so that's, go ahead. I, the only thing is, so like I was well, like I was saying that that part of it wasn't why I brought up the movie because, like I said, I do think in the end she turned out to be wrong in the but. Just to go back to the initial thing, though, like, just because we were initially talking about there being a time frame, like, let's just be real. In most cases, going to stay down for seven and, and that yeah. other person didn't do nothing and is, is essentially a bum, like, mm-hmm. even though he was trying, but still, like, 17 years and I, I'm, I'm putting up my house, I'm putting up my whole inheritance, everything to, and to help you. It, and, and she believed in him initially. Like she believed in him. She helped him. She tried to help him too. He just, you know, whatever, didn't do it. So that was really my point of bringing up the movie. It wasn't about that end part because she was wrong in that part. But it, there is a time frame on it because at the end of the day, my, my life and my situation can't stop because of you too. So it's like, yeah, you do still have like it. It shouldn't take no seventeen years. Seventeen to years to get on. No, it should yeah, not. Yeah, like take it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Nah, nah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's motherfucking not. Trust me. <laughs> right, uh, unless unless the reward is that great. But because but here's yes, the all thing the, about. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, I don't feel. I don't necessarily feel like you know there should be a time. Like, you know, how long to hold somebody down or how long to be in somebody's corner. And that's the reason why I say that. That movie mm-hmm. is a wonderful example because, yes, 17 years and yet all the money she put into him, all the film, her, all the drama. Yes. But look at the reward that came from that. But see, there you go so right there. That's so monetary. There you go right use, there. Right. And, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to say. Let's use average everyday people. 
let's say, you know, what CJ just said, let's say, you know, holding a man down for or, you know, spinning it around, holding a woman down for a year. And let's say, you know, that person just can't get it together. They just can't, you know, get a job, can't get right or whatever, and that's and that. But that doesn't necessarily, like, you know, we all, I'm, I'm sure we all know how it feels to, like, you know, to be kicked while you're down. Mm-hmm. So, or even especially for somebody to give up on you when you are trying. So mm-hmm. my, my question is, is, like, when it comes to the person you love, is there really, like, is there really a time limit on, like, you know, when that person should be able to fulfill your expectations? Like, is, uh, is that fair? Um, before I answer that question, I do just want to say something real quick about the previous thing. Because what, what you're saying, right, is that it took him 17 plus years. He still paid her back. That's great, right. but in that same breath, also, what were you just saying, though? She didn't just put all of her money into him. She put her life into him. She put her feelings. She put, like, so it wasn't just about the money. So that's the kind of where things can get, get tricky because it's like, okay, I gave you a million. You gave me my money back. But it's not. it wasn't just about the money because if it was just about the money, she wouldn't have stayed for 17 years to begin with. And then just relating it to regular people, right. us, like, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, like it's more to it than just oh, I'm, I'm I'm putting money into you, so I need to get all my money back. Like, no, that's not what it's about. Because if that's what it was about, then I don't need to be in a relationship with you for that. Like, you know. So, but to answer your question now, like, um, I don't, I, I just about your wording. There being a time limit to to fulfill my expectation, I don't think that's the right way to word it because because it's not it shouldn't be my expectation for you to get back on your feet. Like that's, that's just, that's what you should be doing and wanting for yourself. You know what I mean? So it's not really okay, my expectation right. that you do it, but I do need to see that you're actively trying to do that. Now it doesn't mean that yeah, a year, it doesn't, it's not like the a time frame isn't like a set in stone thing. Like it's not like, okay, by a year from now, yeah, you need to be, have it all together again. Six months from now. Yeah. You need to have it all together like it's not a set in stone thing but there is still a some type of time where it's like after some amount of time yeah you do get to that point where you're like okay um something gotta change something needs to happen something ain't working something ain't going right like you know like it it, there's just no explanation especially in today's world because let's just be real yes it can be hard to get a job but there are so many ways to make money nowadays like there are so many ways so like if you're if you can't get it one way then i need you to you need to learn to pick it up another way (laughs) like it's it's so many ways right get it somewhere get right you can't get it one way get it somewhere right And, and, and we all agree that we would actually help our partners do that right Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Being being okay. patient isn't a like, but you know, like, oh no, nigga, like, see, in that situation, like, for example, for what that movie was going on, that nigga cheated. Shit, like, nigga, I'm gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in those situations, like, but she waited it out. Like, achieving somebody's dream, like, for an artist, like, I, what what that nigga get rich on? What that? That's also what I need. It was him creating a product, pretty much. It was a, him creating a self, you know, self-serving battery or something like that. Yeah. See now, yeah. See a situation like that takes time, and then yeah, if you can see the logic and the plan, 
shit, yeah, weighed it out sometimes. Got to be what you got to do. Now, cheating and shit throughout all of that, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, that that's where energy come in. <laughs> like, like, am I going to get No, and, and, and that's, fair, that's fair. No, that, <laughs> like, that, that's absolutely fair to say. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to sit here and, you know, be the person not putting forth, you know, much effort or like, you know, not doing what you're supposed to do, that should be the last thing that you're thinking about doing. I absolutely agree. He should not have been focused on other women. He should not have been focused on cheating. But look at, look at you know, look at the society that we live in. When things go wrong in the relationships that we have now or the relationships that, you know, we put ourselves in, when things go wrong, that is the easiest thing to do. The easiest thing to do is walk away. The easiest thing to do is take attraction in another person rather than learning to love the people that we with. That's something that a lot of people like do not take time to do because yes, nobody is perfect. And if there was somebody perfect, they would not want to. And I like to tell people that. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. No, if it was somebody perfect, trust me, they probably wouldn't want your ass. Right. <laughs> so. and, and that's the reason why I ask all of these questions today, because at the end of the day, nobody's perfect everyone you know comes with a certain type of baggage like you know jada was saying earlier but it does you know it does matter on who you choose to help you unpack that baggage if you are with someone who's gonna you know say damn i don't like these socks that they pulled out you know that ain't somebody that you necessarily want somebody might not like you know somebody might not like somebody from your past or somebody might judge you about something you've been through or judge you about something that you did judge you about how you were before but at the end of the day that's a part of you that is you know that's your essence that's what made you you know cj that's what made you jada so just overall like that's the whole reason why I just kind of wanted to get into that topic, and I appreciate y'all for you know voicing y'all opinions on that. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's what that's the conversation that we're pretty much gonna wrap it up with. All right, so I got a question for you before you dip up. Yeah, of course, of course. What, what what's your opinion on the topic? So my so my opinion on everything when it comes to roles and expectations, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel like gender roles should exist. I don't. And then even on the topic of like, you know, preferences and stuff like that, we all have preferences in relationships. I can honestly sit here and say, you know, in my early 20s, I was very, you know, stereotypical. I was very shallow. I would only short date girls or I used to like, you you. know, how girls. I know you. I know (laughs) Right. Or I was so focused on like, you know, girls that had big booties. And then after that, I'm like, you know what? I don't care about that now. Just like and a lot of that shit just became like, you know, very, very simple and narrow minded. And now I just, you know, would you, rather you have like somebody. Now. You like exactly. the big I, I would, now. Yeah. Right. I would rather have somebody like, you know, good for my soul. And at the end of the day, I don't see a lot of that now in today's society. I don't see a lot of that at all. I do see a lot of surface level shit as far as, you know, women dating based off of, you know, how a man looks or what a man has. And same thing, you know, vice versa with men dating for how a woman looks and what she has. Like, even when, if you go out on a Friday night, you go out as you are, you meet someone as they are, you don't necessarily know what they got going on at home, you don't know what they had going on today, but at the end of the day, you see them with whatever they got on, clothes or whatever you see, however they looking and all that, but all the things that we expect in a relationship or expect out of our partners and stuff like that are things that completely go all the way out of the window when we see people. 
Yeah, and monetary. I, and exactly. And it's like, that's something that I don't necessarily agree with at all. When we meet somebody where that's like, damn, they look good as hell. You know, Jada said something earlier about, yes, when you meet somebody, there's always going to be something you like about that. Because your attention. But even that note, that little thing that captures our attention because it's what we're attracted to, because it's what we're looking for. But I'll be completely honest. Yes, I prefer a girl with big boobs, but that don't necessarily mean every girl with big boobs is, you know, the one for me. How do I know that my soulmate, my soulmate got big titties? How do I know that my soulmate got a big booty? See, we don't, we don't know that. And then, you know, even, even from, you know, a woman's perspective, I talked to a, a couple of women and, you know, they would say they would, you know, prefer men with beards or prefer what you guys said earlier, a man that's over six feet or a man, you know, with a big penis, things like that. But let's say your soulmate is five, two. Let's say your soulmate is skinny. Let's say your soulmate is not packing. It, it's memes for, it, it's memes for this. <laughs> it, it's literal memes for this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, we never know. You don't know who your soulmate is. You don't know how your soulmate looks. So we can't sit here as people and judge people based off appearance. That's why I did want to get a little bit into, like, you know, a couple of different things that we did talk about. Right. And that's why I say I do definitely value both of y'all opinion on that. Yeah. Then also at the end of it, what he was, uh, the ultimate question is, is, are you willing to step outside of your uh, your expectations and guidelines? Exactly. And from what we gathered today, what you said, what Jay shared, and what also Jada shared, it looks like, you know, a lot of us, we are willing to do that, but for a specific type of person. And, yeah. I, feel like that's a fair, and I feel like that's a fair assumption. Yeah, bro. But yeah, I appreciate y'all, though. All right, my boy. All right, and Jada, I appreciate you. All right, y'all.